Welcome back. Welcome, welcome. To sit down with your ego. Yes. Um, welcome back to episode three, everybody. This week we have a really good episode for you. Ooh. We're going to do, you know, our usual weekly updates, but we are bringing back our recommendations and yes. our horoscopes. Oh, y'all. Get ready. It's a good one. And then we're going to finish it off. The second half is going to be a deep dive, and this one is spicy. Oh, y'all. It's going to be great about jealousy. Yeah, so stay tuned for that part. You're really going to love it. Um, but we're going to dive in with our week. Yes, let's go. So yeah, for us, you know, the week is same location, same mm-hmm. vibes, but some things are changing. Oh, yes. We went oh. back to spin class. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> we're so excited. Y'all, we have been waiting for this moment. Like literally counting the days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ugh. It's back. Yeah, where we live. It can be open. It's like totally fine. There are restrictions in place to make sure everyone feels safe. And yes. obviously, you know, there are personal reasons that people might might choose to still not go. Right. But we have decided that we feel comfortable. Yes. And we are fully back and ready to kill it. Yeah. We went to two classes oh. this week already. I'm booked into a Saturday class living yes. for it. Y'all, we were so emotional on our way. Like, oh, not, not on our way. Because we were hyped. Yeah. We played some hype music. We got ourselves ready. But when we were, like, walking towards... In the parking lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> y'all. We were just like, oh, my gosh. It's been so long. We we were just so kind of, I guess, happy that it yes. made us almost sad yeah. <laughs> that if we I, hadn't been there. Right. If I could have given everyone a hug, I would have. Yes. And the girls behind the desk, like, when we walked in, they were so happy. They were like, how do you feel? And we are like, honestly, it's a lot. And they were like, we know, right? And, like, everyone was just thrilled to be there and, like, get those vibes going again. Like, ugh, I think both of us just, we love spin. We love the way it's just, like, a great release of energy. For me, it's pretty much always a positive thing. Right. There's never a time I regret going to spin class. Right. The only time I ever do is if the music is low. Mm, or not good. Right. Or if they play country. Ooh. Oh, my oh, God. That's my number one thing. I went to a class last year on Memorial Day, and they played country music, and I literally was like, I have to leave. Like, I can't. That's not going to pump me up. I'm sorry. How do you hit the beat? We're not country music queens. At all. <laughs> <laughs> but the two classes we have been to so far, fire playlists. So good, y'all. Um, on Monday, the one we went to, she opened with a One Direction remix. <laughs> and I was like singing the words. Like, you're, you know, you shouldn't be too out of breath for that. But One Direction literally gives me life. So I was like cycling, singing. Everyone was probably thinking I was weird. But I was living. You were living your best life. <laughs> Truly. And, you know, Rachel had that moment, too, because in the class today, uh, oh, our instructor played Milf Money. Milf Money, y'all. I love that song because that's what I aspire to be. Mm. Truly. Yeah. And it's a great song to cycle to. It really I is. I have never had it in a class before, but wow. I know. Was I was so like, good. on B, I was like, yes. Yeah. No vibes. But it's really making us feel human again. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. And it's nice to like get to go somewhere and see other people from a distance, you know? Not that yeah. we're, like, talking to everybody at SPIN, because we don't really know them. But even the instructors at the studio are just, like, so friendly. They're just happy to see people. They were. Because you know they've been waiting to get back to work, oh. too. Yeah, this is, like, their job. And also, like, they love it. Right. So they probably have been dying these past few months. I know. Like, we were right there with them. Same. <laughs> so we're going to keep going with our SPIN journey. Yes. Keep it up. Um, We're another excited. thing that is huge breaking news this week <laughs> is Rachel's hair. Yo, my wig came in 
And I was so ready. Like, y'all, I was ready to kill it at home. Okay? <laughs> and then I got a disaster. Tragedy struck. Y'all, I ordered a highlighted wig. So the colors were like a cute little subtle black, honey blonde, and then like brown. What I got was the top was jet black and the bottom was like brassy copper. It was not good. It was ugly. It was and not there was what no part promised. at all. And there was no part. How was there no part on a wig? It was crazy because like the picture really looked so cute. Like oh. you were going to have your honey moment. I know. But I will say this, y'all. I don't just back out. No. You know, I was like, I paid for this. We're going to make it work. I waited two weeks for this. Yeah. Rachel became a DIY queen with this wig. Oh, my gosh. I literally came home and I like walked on our porch and Rachel's just kind of on the like floor of the porch with this plastic bag. <laughs> and I was like, what's this? She was like, my hair. Yep. <laughs> I got right to work, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Because I was just like mortified. Yeah. So you dyed it. I dyed it. So I took my time. I dyed it. I combed it out. I kind of like... um colored most of the wig and left some of the blonde highlights out and toned it just so I could like make it how I had envisioned and it worked out and now she's beautiful oh I love my new wig I'm really happy about it now you look great thank you I'm wearing her right now (laughs) but I will definitely say I was very disappointed in this company and since this is a podcast where we call shit out I'm gonna go ahead and drop the company's name Okay, it's getting real, y'all. Yes. <laughs> Tanache hair. Mm, don't mm. fuck with them. Sent my package to the wrong location twice, but I still was going to give them the benefit of the doubt till I got a mess of a wig. Because that's okay. You know, like, delivery's messed up. Yes. COVID, COVID. We all get it. Right. However, don't deliver a product that just isn't what you put in the picture. At all. If you can't highlight a wig, just admit it. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, Rachel will just know enough to buy from them. Exactly. Oh, it was a whole mess. Yes. Stay Honestly, tuned. the whole thing was so stressful for you. It was. <laughs> I was just like, I was working out and I could not stop thinking about it. Mm. <laughs> but it's okay. We worked it out. But I would definitely say, make sure when you online shop for hair and they wigs. Don't shop from them. Don't shop from them and just make sure all of these reviews are 100% true and accurate. Yeah. And not just them paying off people to say good things about oh, it. I hate when influencers do reviews that are just so fake. I'm like, you cannot be trusted. Right. Ugh, they just paid you a lot of money to say this. Lots crap. of money. <laughs> you know, we only like the real people who give us the honest truth. Right. The influencers we like are always like just the best. Oh, I know. And I cannot wait, y'all, to do my before and after pictures mm. on my story and tag them. <gasps> yes. So Can't follow wait. Rage on Insta for that. Yes. It's in our bio. I'm really about to air them out. Yeah. Speaking of Insta, we're going to do some Insta recommendations. Yes. Ooh, Ash, take us away. Okay, okay, okay. Because I'm really excited about this one because I am truly obsessed with this girl. Have been for a while. I think she's amazing. I think she's a boss-ass bitch. I think she is smart and really cares. And she is like a full-time lawyer who also does YouTube. Our law queen. 
Truly. Ugh. And, like, who does that? Because one thing I don't love, and I always look for YouTubers who have, like, another job or kind of have had, like, other experiences. Right. Because I want to see them doing other things. I want to hear them talking about, like, other things other than just, like, I'm at a brand event. Of course. Or, like, I'm vlogging. Like, obviously, you're vlogging. You're on YouTube. Right. So, I love that she brings, like, extra content and the fact that you really got to follow her, like... I've been following her for a while, so I really followed her from her law school days, mm. um, then into, like, her practitioner, like, qualification course, and then through to her, like, new stage, which is, like, she's a trainee lawyer, so she got her contract at one of the top firms in the UK. Man, because she, amazing. She just works so hard. Right. And, like, you can see it if you watch her videos, but she also makes it very entertaining to watch her work hard. Yes. Like, her editing is amazing. She has great music. Great. Ash, her Spotify her music. Oh, okay. So her name is Eve Cornwell. Yes. Follow her on Insta. Follow her on YouTube. Follow her on Twitter. But definitely follow her on Spotify. You have to. She does monthly playlists with the music that she puts in her vlogs, and it's great. Like, I get a lot of music from her. You do. Yeah, and I just really appreciate her vibes. I think that... You know, she doesn't vlog as much right now because she's, like, a trainee lawyer at a top firm, so she's a very busy person. Right. But she has been making, like, other videos, so she just did a true crime video, which was so good. Her editing really came in clutch, like, making that entertaining. Ooh. Um, but there is, like, a backlog of amazing videos to watch if you need something to binge. Ooh. Yes. We love Eve, and I'm really going to catch up on the crime one. Yeah, it's Because I'm so, so fascinated. Rachel, what's uh, your recommendation? I'm ready. Okay, so my rec this week is my one and only, Kim Tai. Mm. Ooh, beauty, brand ambassador. Yeah. Influencer. Queen. I love her. Truly a queen. Kim Tai. So I found her um, my sophomore year of college, and I have just been watching her nonstop, but I definitely kind of like lost my interest in YouTube videos for a while. Yeah. Which sadly included her. We all have that face. It's okay. Right. But I'm back and better than ever and she is as well. Um, and so she basically used to do beauty um, vlogs and like beauty tutorials and recently made the switch into now working corporately for brands that used to sponsor her. Another multi-talented queen. Truly. And so, like, I've been... It's been awesome to kind of see her journey with that and, like, working corporately. What and she on, Right. And she honestly has things that they would need from a brand ambassador to be fully equipped and ready to tell them the truth yeah. on things. Also, like, who knows the ba- brand better than like the person who used Uses it, it promoted right. it and like got feedback from their followers about it exactly and so like oh it's just been awesome to see her journey from like 2016 to now it really has been amazing and also too she you know is not one dimensional mm. she also does mukbangs yeah we mukbangs. don't know if that's the right way to say it we still haven't figured that out but you know what question okay. mark on how i'm pronouncing Please. it so. <laughs> But she's also doing that, and so, like, she's very, she's been thriving in that sector of YouTube as well. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that all the time, but, like, I'm super happy for her and her coins, so. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, we're bringing you a special joint recommendation. So we all, we kind of had our personal ones, but this is someone who we truly both adore. Like, we sit down and watch his Insta stories together. Ugh. 
my Irish people know, and if you don't, who are you? Um, James Cavanaugh. Yes! Oh my gosh. He's an Irish influencer. He lives in Dublin, which is like where I went to college, um, which was like crazy because you would really just see him out and about. I used to see him at this coffee shop and I'd be like weirded out. Oh my gosh. Because I was like, it's weird to see these people (laughs) in my life. But he was so nice. Um, But yeah, he's just the funniest person ever. Oh my gosh. He is truly, we stand. Yeah. I showed him to Rach and Rachel was just like, I think he's me. Yeah. <laughs> he literally was spritzing himself like with rose water toner. As a waiter walked over to him. At a cafe. <laughs> just in the middle of the cafe. Just like, I need to do my routine. Like, nothing's going to stop me. And I was like, wow. Yeah. He is not someone who's, like, doing specific comedy. Like, he has some sketches here and there. Right. If he feels so inspired. Or, like, sometimes he'll put up a quick, like joke on his story and fans will like love it so then he turns it into something bigger but most of the time he's just showing his life um and it's the funniest thing ever like it it's is. just the way he presents things and his whole like personality like he was born to be famous truly and he's doing core so well yeah he like grew grass for his hairless cat <laughs> diana who literally has her own instagram oh my god and then him and his partner like started trying to farm on their roof <laughs> Another great thing about James is, like, him and his partner have, like, a cooking business together, so he's basically constantly posting food porn. Oh, we love James, truly. Like, just check him out, follow him, it will make your life better. Mm. We really, really love him. Please do. (laughs) But yeah, another segment of recommendations we think we want to start doing, and let us know if you like it, is, like, some quick music recommendations. Oh my gosh. What are we loving this week, Rach? Oh, y'all. If y'all know us, we love a good song, and album, song. and playlist. Mm. Mm. So my rec today is Do It by Chloe and Hallie, the song, and also the music video. Very you cannot important. forget the music video. Mm. Truly a piece of art. I appreciate them so much. They're literally the definition of black girl magic. We listened to them on our way to spin today. Oh my gosh, y'all. When I'm getting ready, like when outside opens again, this is going to be the song. Yeah. Okay. Song so, of the summer. We're saying mm, it now. Literally. So go stream and watch Do It by Chloe and Hallie. Yeah. It's going to make your whole life. Truly. <laughs> um, my music rec for this week is actually like an album recommendation. Mm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and plug it even though everyone should know. <laughs> um, there's a new 1975 album called Notes on a Conditional Form. I listened to it for the first time the other day. I kind of like got the vibe that it was like more of a moody album so I went on a walk when it was slightly raining and listened to it all the way through in order don't shuffle play that because I think it's supposed to be in order of the tracks someone let me know if I'm wrong but it was a magical experience like it's so good and I had really seen people roasting it online so I'm not gonna lie I was kind of nervous Mm -hmm. because I'm the biggest 1975 stan and I didn't want to listen and be disappointed of course but I listened and I was amazed no honestly they have such great vibey music and they did it again I don't know how Truly a gem. They're very, like, experimental with it, for sure. Like, there are some songs on there that are, like, super different to what you might expect of them. But they don't have to give you what you expect. Exactly. They don't owe you anything. At all. (laughs) They just owe us good music, and they deliver. Mm, 100%. So, that's my recommendation. (laughs) Definitely stream it. Um, Their last album, too, is, like, honestly, a piece of art. A brief inquiry into online relationships. Mm. So, listen to them. You need it in your life. You really do. But yeah, to wrap up kind of like our weekly vibes. Yes. 
We're going to take a minute. Ooh, horoscope time, y'all. Back by popular demand. Really? Y'all were kind of like dogging us for not having, doing it. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have it in episode two. Our mistake. It really was. But we're back. Yes. And you know what? We're back in a new season. Oh, it's goodbye Gemini season. to Taurus season. You know, it was great for what it was. It really was. It was like hard to be thriving in the current situation, but we did our best. We did. And now we're in Gemini season. Yes. So we're I, ready. I saved our horoscope from like the first day of Gemini season so that we could read it and think about it on the pod. So this is from May 20th. Taurus, time for a change. Today, with the sun entering Gemini at 9.49 a.m. Eastern mm. Standard Time, very specific, Wow. we're officially in Gemini season. With the sun in Gemini, we generally find ourselves in more inquisitive, sociable, and versatile mindsets. Mm. On the flip side, we might start to feel a little bit more scattered or simply unable to commit to plans or people. Oh. For you, Taurus... Gemini season brings a flexibility into your life that can feel super refreshing. Ooh. Mix up your routine today and step out of the ordinary. Why not go for a walk using a route that you've never taken before? Hmm. And I would just like to say, that very morning that yes. I read this horoscope, mind you, before, okay? So I like woke up, went on my walk, and I said, you know what? I'm going to take a different route today. She did. Then I read this horoscope, and what does it say? Why not go for a walk using a route that you've never taken before? Man. I was shook. I literally was like voice noting people being like, how did this just happen? <laughs> but Rach, what does this horoscope mean to you? I mean, I feel like it's just saying, it's speaking to me and like saying we should be a little bit more flexible. Yeah. Um, In regards to like our life right now. And mm. I feel like I could apply that because mm. I will not lie. Every time I turn on the news or anytime I see anything on Twitter or Insta, I feel like it's a new report, a new study, anything like that about COVID. Yeah. And I'm just always like, what do I believe? Like, yeah. what's happening? Are they just going to retract their statement tomorrow? So I think that the ability to kind of be flexible and knowing that that will be happening mm. would be great for me. Yeah, because it can create a lot of anxiety, too, and you're like, okay, so this is what it is, and then you find out that it's actually different. You're like, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I don't love, and it's been, like, kind of a struggle for me, because I'm just like, you know what, do I even believe anything anymore, you know? <laughs> Rachel, Rachel's out here questioning reality. Right. <laughs> Gemini season does that to a person. It's stressful. <laughs> But yeah, flexibility is good. Yes. Not something that Tauruses are always great at. No. But <laughs> this is a challenge for us. It you is. Know? And I totally agree with you about the news. One thing I think I can work on as far as flexibility is like, I will like decide in my own head, like, okay, so this is definitely going to happen because it's like the logical thing to do. And like, I think it's, you know, makes the most sense. And I'm sure that other people will too, especially around like with my work, like, Will we be back at work or will we still be doing virtual? I'm like, okay, it makes the most sense for us to be back in person because this work is like very personal. Right. Like it's very based on in-person interaction. Definitely. But so when I find out something opposite of that, I get so annoyed. Oh my gosh, but like, I understand. I, like if I just hadn't set these random expectations that I literally made up, I would not be as annoyed. Like, if I had more of a mindset of just being like, well, we'll see what happens. Right. I can, like, adapt and shift. This is true. Not my strength. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I think maybe that's why this horoscope was coming for me and telling me to stop just making up my mind about things and then being so annoyed when it doesn't go that way. Right. This horoscope is low-key calling us out. As always. <laughs> <laughs> telling us to sit down with our big, stubborn Taurus egos. Right. <laughs> Ugh. 
and saying, be a little flexible, girls. You know? And we could be. And we can be. Yeah. You know? So. I think we can be when we, like, push ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's not like we can't adapt to things. We just prefer. Not to. Yeah. (laughs) Like. Yeah. We like our routine. We know what's going on. Yeah. A lot of times we really will have the mindset of, like, well, this just makes sense. So why would that not happen? Right. (laughs) (laughs) But life doesn't make sense. You know? So June's going to be the opportunity for us to really, like, figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) And it'll be good practice. We'll keep you updated. Yes. As always. Always. But yeah. Next, we're going to go into like our deep dive. Oh, are y'all ready? I hope you are because it's really going to be great. Um, And we're going to talk about jealousy. So we'll see you there. See you there, y'all. Okay, it's time for the real tea. Ooh. (laughs) This week's deep dive is so good. So good. We're going to talk about jealousy. Mm. Jealousy's a bitch, y'all. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep, really it is. <laughs> and let us clarify, we're not talking about relationship jealousy. No, ew, that's boring. It's boring. It's overdone. People have done it. We don't care. We're over it. Everyone knows that there's jealousy in relationships. This is nothing new. Exactly. So we are talking about jealousy in other ways. Yes. For your friends. Mm. In your career. Come on, Ash. Like, jealous of people that you don't even know. Right? <laughs> okay, it happens. It happens. And if you don't think it does, get real with yourself. Yeah. Like, part of this whole sit down with your ego thing is not being that fake person who says, yeah, like, I don't really get jealous. Like, I just really am happy for people all the time. No, you don't. Like, right. everyone gets jealous. Right. Everyone isn't happy for all of their friends all the time. This is true. And I will say there's different forms of how jealousy, like, reactions to jealousy. Yes. It may not be blatantly like, I'm going to chop her hair off. I don't want her to do this, you know? <laughs> it's rarely I'm going to chop her hair off. <laughs> right. That was a little, like, that was a little, like, teen but you know girly. What? Whatever but you're feeling. Exactly, you know? <laughs> but it could really be as simple as just something as in, like, you have feelings about someone accomplishing something you wish you could have. Yeah, It's that simple. Yeah. And, like, we both, we're both going to get pretty real about, like, times when we've been jealous because, like, that's the whole point of this. Exactly. Sitting down with our egos. Um, right. And we're just going to talk about, like, you know, times we've seen it. And what we think it might be about. Right. Yeah. So Uh let's get into it. When were you jealous? Oh my gosh. So (laughs) y'all. In college, I'm going to say like maybe, I'd say my freshman and then like all the way to half of my junior year, I had this thing where I just didn't want to admit it to myself, but I definitely was jealous in a way of how carefree someone could be Mm. um, because I couldn't be that person at the time. Um, So for me, I was definitely uh, very uptight throughout like high school and half of college. So uptight, I mean, as in like, I wouldn't do certain stuff because I thought it would look a certain way. I was like, oh, that's not proper. Or what will people think if I do this? You Mm. know, things like that. And I definitely wasn't like, always like that but I knew it was something that would hinder me from some things I would have loved to do um and in regards to clothing as well because I was definitely a little like honestly cautious of like what I wore because I was just like not comfortable in my body Mm -hmm. and like in college I like had the freshman 15 because of like a breakup ugh an ugly time and man it's always like Honestly. So that time I was just uncomfortable with myself and my body. And I definitely think 
I experience jealousy because of my mm. insecurity. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And I think we're going to touch on this, obviously. But, like, I think we both think jealousy is pretty much always tied to your own insecurities. Mm-hmm. Or if that's not it, it's tied to something that you're really passionate about. Agreed. So, like, things where you care enough to be angry if somebody else gets it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, a big one for jealousy is your insecurities. Oh, my gosh. A hundred percent. And I didn't know that at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I reflect on that time, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. I just missed out on so much. Um, I second-guessed myself just due to something as simple as that. Um, and so for me, like, I'll give, like, kind of a scenario. So, um, for instance, like, crop tops and um, people, like, wearing shorts and crop tops and body cons. I definitely was just kind of like, that could not be me. And it could have been, yeah. but I just wasn't comfortable about it. And so I kind of projected that insecurity and just being like, oh, wow, I kind of wish I could, like, wear that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing is, too, when you're jealous, like... You don't see the truth of the matter, which is, like, you could wear that. Right. Anyone can wear whatever they want. Right. But, like, your jealousy will really convince you that other people are doing this thing that you can't do. Exactly. And it's not true. Like, if you had wanted to wear the crop top, you could wear the crop I top. I could But your it. brain had kind of, like, you know, warped it into this thing where you right. thought you couldn't. Right. And I definitely played off the fact that I didn't want to wear it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, I was definitely like, oh, no, I like flowy things. And I was like, I fucking hate flowy things. Yeah. Like, I'm all, honestly, y'all, it's so funny because things really shifted my senior year. Like, when I finally was, like, loving my body, like, I felt my best, like, I was feeling healthy, all this stuff. I went for it. Yeah, and I'm going to guess that you didn't feel this, like, crazy jealousy towards other people anymore. No, not at all. I didn't Mm. give a crap what others did. Yeah. In regards to that at all. And, like, I think, you know, for any, like, girls listening, or probably boys too, Mm -hmm. anyone. Right. Not to even, like, say it's a gendered thing, because it's not. But you do kind of experience, like, a lot of, like, body jealousy, I think. Especially because of the way we're trained to perceive certain bodies as the ones that everybody should have. Right. Like, it's so common to be jealous of people who have that perfect quote-unquote perfect body right because like you just are taught that that's the way it should be like I think I went through a phase like that too for sure and that is when you really convince people where you're like I love the flowy vibe you're like I'm going for a boho look no you're not like I was so insecure right I was so jealous of um like I would be very jealous of girls who were like so skinny that they could wear those um dresses that are like just straight down. Because mm. I was like, I just, that's not my body. It's right. never has been. Right. You know, like, those are never going to be, like, my favorite look for me. Right, right, right. But I thought that they should be, and, like, I thought that there was something wrong with me that I couldn't wear those dresses that other girls were wearing. And right. I would be so jealous. And, like, it was kind of petty. Yeah. And you don't want to feel that way, but it's just, like, insecurity yeah. takes over, and you're just, like, mm. going full force. And, you know, when you are in that jealousy phase, like, you can even, you know, like, I don't, I'm trying to remember a specific instance, but there's definitely times where, like, I definitely issued a catty remark or two about how somebody else looked just because I was jealous of them. Right. And thankfully, it's something that I've grown past. Yes. But I went through that phase. Right. And honestly, we can admit to it because we're definitely, like, past that. Yes. Like, I could never see myself being, like, ill crop top. Never. Yeah. 
Or like looking at somebody else wearing a crop top and right. being like, ew. Right, exactly. That's so judgmental and it does come from a jealous place. Exactly. Because you're also jealous of like how they don't care. Mm-hmm. I used to be so jealous of people who just wore whatever they want and didn't care. That's so I was like, what does that feel like? Right. And you know what, too? I think, too, it kind of comes from my internal struggles with, like, my weight. We'll touch on this episode. Like, another episode. We could do episode. a whole episode about this. Like, we our should. journey to, like, being okay with our yes, body. Yes. Because, like, when I was in eighth grade, I lost 70 pounds. Oh, no. I'm lying. 80 pounds. Excuse me. And so, when you're losing that amount of weight, it's, like, a big change. And at such a young age. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, when that happened, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, how do I dress like what do I do people are looking at you different you know what I mean you're getting more attention it's a lot to take in at that age then I like maintained that weight loss then I got to college got a boyfriend boyfriend broke up with me and I just gained like half of that weight back Mm. so that was a very hard struggle for me to have because I just never imagined myself doing that and that's where your jealousy is like at its at, right. And then I just said to myself, I was like, you know what, Rachel, just do you. Mm. Like, I just started working out for fun just randomly one day because my class turned into like an online class. And I was like, I should probably stop getting my nails done all the time and just like walk on a treadmill just for fun, you know, get my body moving. So that just turned into a whole lifestyle change. Mm. And so like for me, losing that weight again like losing the 40 pounds again and being comfortable with how I'm feeling again is like interesting to me because of like my shift in my mindset Mm. and I wish I would have had that mindset regardless of like what my weight was how I was feeling yeah you know yeah but it happens yeah, and as we said, that will be like its own whole episode. Yeah, I can give y'all all the tea. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's always complicated when it comes to like talking about bodies and insecurities mm-hmm. and jealousy, but like I think the main kind of thing we're getting at here is really that like your insecurities define your jealousies. Right, it does. It really does. And we both went through a phase of our jealousy largely being around our own insecurity. And, like, honestly, just us not being in a place to, like, love our bodies. Exactly. I'm blaming society for that, okay? Because they really fooled everyone into thinking you need to be a size zero, and that's not it, honey. It's true. If you are, that's great. If that's your natural, like, healthy body, Mm -hmm. awesome. But other people are other sizes. Yes. It's (sighs) just how you feel. Yeah. Okay. Don't let society determine that for you. Yeah. It's how you yourself. And I struggled with it in terms of like what people see as kind of a great or kind of like more successful like personality. Mm -hmm. Like I was not the most social person or most talkative person um, like in high school. Mm -hmm. And people who could be like really loud and really make friends with anybody in a room like I would be very jealous of them because it didn't come easily to me and I felt like it was like a failing of mine that I mm-hmm. couldn't be like that. Um, instead of just recognizing that I was a different person to them and that I operated differently. Which is know? okay. And that's totally fine. Right. And it was something that took me a really long time to be like, I don't need to be jealous of the loudest person in the room. You know? Um, I can find other ways to make connections that actually suit me better as a person. Like, being that person wouldn't be comfortable for me. Yeah. Um, but I did have like a lot of jealousy towards people who were like that just because it... Like you were saying, it came so easily to them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get it because it was so hard for me. Right. Right. Yeah. 
And, like, it just reminds me of the thing you were saying about with, like, being jealous of people who are so carefree in college. Yes. And carefree, and also what I mean by carefree is not even just, like, the way people dress, um, but also just, like, their approach to life. Mm. Like, I definitely struggled with that as well um, in terms of just, like, playing it safe all the time. Yeah. And I really missed out on so much. And, like, I'm, like, grateful that it happened and I realized I did, and kind of sad that I missed out on the, all of that. But also, too, like, it's okay to not feel comfortable doing something. Like, mm. you have to take that risk for yourself. Um, and not just kind of live in regret, honestly. Yeah. Because I'm like, I even moving here was yeah. a leap of faith. Like, three years ago, I probably would have never considered it. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like sitting down with myself, sitting down with my ego mm. and insecurities and just going for things. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, and I think with another thing we were going to talk about with jealousy is especially moving into our 20s, starting your career, there is also now this weird world of navigating like all your friends are going to be on different levels. Yeah. Everyone's going to be doing different things and not everybody gets to their destination for success at the same time. It's true. You know, and like when you think about it, you're like, okay, everybody has a different path to where they want to go. So obviously we're not all going to get there at the same time. Right. But there is also this jealousy that can come up when people get to like a milestone Mm -hmm. before you. And like you want to support your friend's successes, but also there can be like underlying jealousy um when people get something that you might have wanted first yeah even though you you might get it later on it's something about it happening to somebody else first that's right it's true yeah (laughs) and people in work settings can just really let jealousy like get to them oh my gosh like a hundred percent like rage oh tell us i know so yeah i feel like i have so wow okay so (laughs) this is a long story so we'll try to get it in um so as some of y'all may know i'm a i was a pre-law student like criminal justice pre-law um in undergrad and so i had i had to do like an internship for Um, 2018 summer and so I worked within the state of Texas Denton Parole and Law Office um, which was a great experience I loved it Um, but I will definitely say there are some things that happened there that I fully never honestly was transparent about with people even like my parents because it was just very like uncomfortable for me Mm. because I just didn't want to believe that this like was real you know Um, and so I basically had um a mentor or she was trying to be my mentor um who was super duper sweet to me so nice like always complimenting me asking me how I'm doing kind of just like talking to me about her background she also was pre-law during undergrad um and then she decided to change her career and become a parole officer because she felt that that was her true calling and I was like that's amazing like good for her like that's so exciting to be like confident and like passionate about your job you know That's what I thought. Not everybody has that. Man, not everybody, you know? And so I really admired and looked up to her. I don't know if she knew that, but I definitely did. Um, And so, like, I would definitely confide in her and ask her questions and just be, like, bonding with her. Mm. Thought everything was going great. And And then, then, (laughs) y'all. And then. Three weeks later is when shit hit the fan. So I guess she had a problem with me that I was never very aware of till the end of my internship. Which is really unfortunate. Problem um, being jealousy. Yes. Jealousy would be the main point. Um, at the time, I didn't know, though. People told me I kind of put two and two together. I understood. 
So here's a on the brink 30 year old woman, and this is no shade, it is what it is, who married the love of her life at the time, at the around the same age as me, which I was 21 at the time. So of course doing that, your life is gonna pan out a little different than single 21, you know? And so coming to terms with that, not having all of your youth anymore, and then also getting a divorce in your 20s, mm. it could be hard on anyone. Yeah, like you really go through it. Right. And so I understood that from her perspective. But what I will say is this. Don't let jealousy get you get you to the point where you really crush someone's dreams. Yeah. Because this woman was you. like, basically what we're getting around to is like, she was very jealous of Rachel's kind of age and like, situation and like i'm just a happy person y'all i'm i'm loud i'm doing my thing i'm vibrant you know some people don't love that that's okay um and so she was definitely just like not on my vibe and like i guess she didn't love that because i was the youngest person there Mm. like she was the youngest person before me yeah so me coming in, it's different, you know? And didn't she, like, tell people that you weren't doing your job? Yeah, so y'all, this is a snaky shit I don't play. <laughs> I get it if you're just not feeling me and if you are feeling, like, a jealous trait, whatever it is. But what I don't appreciate is, like, the fake two-sidedness of things. Don't come to me and say, like, oh, my God, I love your outfit. You're doing incredible work. Like, so proud of you. Like, I would love to be your mentor. And then be docking me out to the supervisor saying, I'm not doing my job. I'm dressing inappropriately. I'm putting on makeup for the clients. Y'all, the clients, when I worked with her, there's two clients. So when I was working with um, the clients with, at the law firm, it was clients trying to fight a case, right? The other clients for parole are coming out of jail and, you know, like getting readjusted into civilization, which is totally fine. But she's basically trying to say I'm luring them. It was just, it's so unprofessional. So unprofessional. And it really is so clear, the motivation. Like, if a woman is coming for another woman based on how she's dressing or how she's wearing her makeup to work... That is coming from a place of jealousy. It is. And it's like, you don't need to be jealous of that. Just because you feel like wearing makeup, that's not saying she has to. Yeah. It's just you being you. Yes. You like to do it. Exactly. Little did she know, I and I let her know, because she actually was like, I be, like pro tip, Rachel, um, I would stop coming to work with makeup on. And I was like, that's not a pro tip. Like, I'm always going to wear makeup. What do you mean? Like, if I feel like it, I'm going to go for it. And she was just like, I learned, like, I just can't wear makeup because they get tempted. And I was like... Which is also just... Kind of problematic. They're a very problematic way to talk about people that you are supposed to be representing. Like, exactly. we need to have more complex understandings of people who end up in the criminal justice system other than just assuming they're bad people who are going to be tempted. Right. Like, that's a whole other issue. Exactly. And she can't even do her makeup right. Yeah. No shade. And it's just like... 
why are you giving me this pro tip? I don't want it and I don't need it. Yeah, I think that's the thing too. Like you didn't ask for this advice. She just like inserted herself into your life. And okay, big warning of somebody who's jealous of Come you on, is that they suddenly are way more involved in their life than they involved in your life than they're supposed to be. Exactly. And you know, they warm their way in and then they use it to tear you down. Yes. And that is not cool. Like, And that's what she did. Mm. That's literally what she did. And I was just so disgusted by the behavior honestly like I just didn't know what to do because like here she is like someone I looked up to someone I'm just kind of just like how can you be jealous of me when you have all of this going on yeah and also because the way she presented things to you was more in the way of like she's doing this job because she loves it and she cares for it Mm -hmm. and yes she did have a struggle right like in her early 20s but like you can't then be bitter or jealous of other people just because you had a different experience to them. Exactly. And I think that, you know, it was just coming from such a negative place Mm. and she really messed with you because of it. Like, it wasn't just like she had this underlying jealousy and, you know, she probably thought some bad things. Like, she really took action with it and that is so not okay. Y'all, she took so much action. Like, I just was like, when I heard what was happening finally... I was in so much shock because I was like, wait, she literally requested I send her where I shop. And I'm like, if she finds what I'm wearing so inappropriate. Why would she even say it? And if you're looking out for me, why wouldn't you just let me know that my outfit is inappropriate? Which sidebar, it just wasn't. Thank you. (laughs) It was really cute. It was really cute. And so like, (laughs) I'm sorry I like to match. Yeah. That's really what it was. And you know, like, I wish her well. Mm. I hope she's finally found herself. Yeah, I think, you know, because everybody experiences it, like, you can understand it. It doesn't make you feel okay. Like, it's not okay that she did it to you, but, like, one of the things that I think we both know that can be good when you're working on your jealousy is really focusing on, like, okay, I need to just be really honed in on myself and not others yes because when you are so concerned about others that's when your jealousy is going to take over Mm -hmm. and it's not it's just not a good look for you at all and what you're trying to do Mm -hmm. and the positive places that you want to go in your life and I think like when we were saying earlier too that jealousy can be tied to things that you're like passionate about like I was thinking about in the way of like I'm very passionate about the job I'm doing right now like I really care about it and the job I'm gonna have next year yeah and when I was going through the application phase, like, if I had been rejected and somebody else had gotten it, oh, heck yes. I would have been, heck yes. What did I just say? Hell yes. Uh, I Go got, for it. I got so PG there for a moment. But hell yes, I would have been jealous of them for getting that position. So it's, like, part of it is a natural thing. What would not be okay is if I then took that jealousy and turned it into, like, being mean to them or being yeah. rude to them or honestly just not even congratulating them on it. Yeah. And it would, like... And I would have been jealous because I care so greatly about this. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, that's an okay feeling to acknowledge. And part of working through jealousy is acknowledging that you feel it. Exactly. And then also knowing, like, what is not okay to do about it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a bitter Betty about it. No. You just don't. Yeah. You can feel it because it's an emotion. And you can let yourself work through it. But you don't need to change how you treat others because of it. Exactly. And that's the real issue with it. Yeah. It's when it takes, like, you and the way that you want to be towards people and then twists it into something that is, like, not the person that you are. Yeah. Mm, the power is too much. It's too much. So don't let it have that power. Do not. Ugh, okay, no. y'all. 
No emotion should get to control you like that, especially not jealousy. Mm. And we're not perfect at it. At all. We're talking about it in a way of saying, like, it's something that we're both still really working on. Yeah. But it's something that a lot of people work on and that we probably should talk about more. Mm -hmm. Because it really is a big part of, like, your 20s. It is. Watching people get engaged or, like, get a great job or buy a house. Yeah. If you aren't there yet, there's going to be some feelings about it. Yeah. Because you feel, like, honestly, like, life is a rush when it's just not. Yes. Life and isn't a race. It's not a race. Oh, what a good quote. <laughs> Our friend sent that to us and I literally wrote it down. Yes. Life is not a race. It's not a race. And you know what? It's going to take some time for you to really realize that. Yeah. Because it took me a minute. But yeah. I'm okay with knowing that it's just not a race. Yeah. And once you know that and once you're good with it, and I think also once you trust in yourself that you're doing what you need to do, mm-hmm. like that's when you can really be okay with it. Because like... If you are very confident in the moves that you're making and the things that you're doing to get to your end goal, you're not going to care about other people getting places sooner. Because you're just going to be like, I'm on my path. I'm doing what I need to do. And you're happy for them. Mm. That's it. Yeah. You might have your little petty moments. I know. You know, we can all be a petty petty bitch sometimes. Mm. Hey, it happens. <laughs> Me and Rachel are queens of a petty moment. But we move on <laughs> we swiftly. We do. Swift, swift we very swiftly. take it out on <laughs> So yeah, if you want to write to us about, you know, your experiences with jealousy, like if you have a story like Rachel's where someone really did like turn their jealousy into action, or I think I would love to hear like different ways that people cope with it. Yeah. Because that's a really interesting conversation to have. Like when you acknowledge that you have this emotion, like how do you deal with it? Right. Exactly. Oh, we would love to hear. And we will leave our phone number for sit down with your ego and also our email so always feel free yes but thank you for joining us on this deep dive it was a bit of a longer one so let us know what you think yes um and we'd love to hear topics for future episodes this is definitely something we'll probably revisit especially because we want to do an episode on like journeys to loving your bodies and stuff Mm -hmm. but thank you for being with us oh yes we love you all we do and we'll see you next week bye